oh, it's on me. It's completely on me right now to organize all of these clips so that they make sense. It's a Blink VR podcast. But it doesn't make sense. He talks about trading somewhere. It's tucked in there somewhere. It's good trading advice, too. But it's somewhere. I don't know. You have to listen to the whole thing, I guess. This episode, though. This one might be third. My, my third best. Let's just say I liked his motorcycle very much. And the guy was cool, too. I just hope that he ma- makes it home safe. It's getting kind of windy out there. I probably shouldn't have talked to him for so long, but his bike, man. I should have taken a freaking picture. Why didn't I take a freaking picture? I don't know what year it was. It didn't really matter to me. That thing was a piece of art. It looked like the Enterprise. I said this. I said to him, it looks like the USS Enterprise. I've never seen a bike like that. At least not, no, not that close up. Not a bike like that. I don't, it must have been like the most decked out version of the Goldwing, because that had a lot of features, like even an air suspension, all of it. It it looks good. That's a cool bike. I personally, he might not have been from Utah. He might have been from Utah, but I personally, as someone not from Utah, would not ride a motorcycle in Utah because I think it's too dangerous here. But if you're an experienced rider, then it's probably no problem. But yeah, I'm not. Not for me, but I'm grateful for it. Um, I'm, I got a microscope over here for sale too. It's a expensive professional microscope. And it sucks that I have to see it go. It really does, like it's really just sad. I really liked it a lot. And I, I wish I could have done research with it. Like real research, like not, not really DNA, but maybe fingerprint analysis or something like that. Something like a worthy, a worthy cause with it but yeah it's gotta go it kind of sucks but i have to meet someone here at um six i think so i gotta get going i gotta sell it i gotta actually kind of like disassemble it so it's easy to transport i don't know how to do that i don't really have the box i have to pay for that with this payment for my storage unit it's tough dude and it's like almost like it gets to the point where like why should i keep trying to do this like, this is really stupid right now. Like, why am I trying to, to keep up with all this? Like, keep afloat if I'm just constantly behind. I can't do it. I'm just like, let's just go to San Jose instead. Because I can't come back from that loss last, because um, of eBay in April. It's, I'm trying, and, and there's a possibility. I mean, if something happens pretty quickly then, but overall, it's tough times, you know? And so it's sad to see this microscope go. Because it's a pro microscope, man. I think probably right now you could sell it for five fifty. Can you tell them that? On Amazon, it's like, I a lot more than that. So it sucks. But it's going to someone who needs it or wants it. And hey, cool, good. Um, I still have to contact like the app for my storage unit, but it's giving me a headache now. So we're gonna go get some beer with that money that that dude hooks up with. And you guys are coming to the store too. I'm taking you with us. So, so hold still. I need to get to those emails. I will. I'll, I'll race back here. We'll slam a couple of beers and then we'll start re- replying to people. We'll get loosened up so we can reply to people. 
last night, though. I don't think it was a good idea to reply to anybody last night. Well, you know how I get. You know how I get. <clears throat> hey, everyone, it's the Winter Podcast. It's 5.32 p.m. market time. We're getting very close to 5.33 p.m. market time. You know what that means? All my futures traders at home. But totally grateful. Oh, yeah, when it rains sometimes, these mics get all messed up because of the rain. It's weird. So apologies for right now. We're walking out to the car while we still have it. Oh, wait. No, I have cash. All right. They better not. They better not ask for my ID. Hurry up. I forgot my keys. I've been, I've gone so long without my keys. I mean, you can't. I should have known better. Well, now we're walking back up. No, we had to let the prisoner go. That was, you can't, you can't take a prisoner when you, when you forget your keys. So in this episode, this is one of those M. Night Shyamalan episodes where we, we do things twice. We mix it up though. So that's what we're doing. Where are my keys? Where are mine keys? Someone's messaging me about the microphone. You guys, you guys, I'm selling things locally, successfully. Dude, I don't have to worry about getting, dude, I don't have to worry about getting ripped off. I don't have to worry about diddly squat. Who's here for the microphone? All right. Who's here for the microscope? We'll take, check your numbers. Who's here for the microscope? Okay, we'll start calling out the numbers. Who's here for the microscope? Who's here for the microscope that we had to tow all the way from Ogden, Utah using Ogden Auto Towing? Who had us tow the microscope and abandon? Who had us tow the junk microscope and abandon it in the auction parking lot? Oh, you are the owner of the microscope? That's not the microscope that you bought? All right, get over here. Now we're really, no, we're not. I gotta get my, uh, where's my idea? Is that a Don Hither? Where did I have it last? When did I have the freaking idea last? Yeah, I think I left it on top of the fridge. I like doing stuff. <clears throat> I like to mix it up. I like doing it that way. Starting to panic a little bit, it's all right. sweaty when i get like panicky like that when it's hot already it's it gets worse it, it like it worked it's like twice as fast it seems like because i'm gonna head out right now and i can't find my id still that's got to be in a pair of pants somewhere or jacket somewhere on the floor somewhere I do like Utah though. I do like Utah's weather right now. Oh, hello, podcast land. No, I'm gonna take off my headphones. My headphones are off now. No, I snuck up on a deer just a, just a second ago. There was a deer right where right the Shire. And there was a deer right over there. But it didn't see me. It didn't even know. And I just kind of walked up on it. And I was like, what are you doing? And I scared it. 
freaking bully the deer. Well, those deer are always, they're always trying to flex. They're always trying to brag about this or that, like their accomplishments. If you can, if you can get the jump on them, the drop on them, sneak up on them, scare them a little bit. The other day, the other day at the cemetery, a few weeks ago, dude, I could have, I could have punched a deer in the face. It was so close and it was freaking me out because they have sharp hooves. They have very sharp hooves, cloven hooves. And then, yeah, it's just tonight there's another one. So that's me and deer. How'd you guys like that first segment? That was a missing, that was a missing segment from yesterday. There's probably some, there's probably some other ones. There's probably another misunderstanding. But I started off the first segment. Let's make it a B-side. Uh, you know what? Sometimes I make accidents happen by mistake. And sometimes they're on purpose. No, they're usually by accident. But I feel like I could probably wade into some politics a little bit easier now. Thinking that I can keep up with the current current events current events advents and i saw one of someone elbowing a child which was she was pretty much elbow like i'm not trying to if you see it if you watch the video she's freaking elbowing somebody off the stage <laughs> she's elbowing no, she is, man. She totally is. There's no denying it. And it, that sucks because that's the daughter of the whole reason why they were there. Like, tough times, man. That's, that's a hard one to get out of. I don't care which party you're on. That's a hard one to try and slither out of because there's really no denying that. An experienced politician at that should not... Be behaving that way. not not like that public not when there's cameras around no you can't go out there's a there's cameras they're recording they can hear you and see you you know i've taken kind of a break today from a lot of stuff just thinking about life and trying like trying to i don't figure things out like figure life out i guess the direction that i want to go and the energy that I have, and I, I don't have that much energy, and it sucks. I'm like, I'm so worn out. <laughs> I freaking beat. It's all right though. Everything seems so sad. And then with the president kind of falling over last weekend, I was like, what? Gotta be, that's how I feel, you know? I feel old too, I'm weak. I feel old and weak too, man. That's probably, if I was riding up on a bike with a helmet on, I'd be like, yeah, man, I've, dude, this is the best bike ride of my life. And I just plop right over. Like, damn. <laughs> it's like, whoops. I'm a little lightheaded. It's pedaling too hard. That's how I feel, man. I feel like that. I feel weak, man. I feel worn out. It's like one too many events in the week and you just get booked up. All right, we're here at the light. That was the last, the B-side. Yeah, we're talking about the B-side. We're gonna be talking about trading now because I missed the last light. We're on the corner 
over here in Salt Lake City, Utah, on the on the streets. This is a bling on the street episode, you guys. Second segment tucked in there, hidden away. Damn, the, this light turned quick. Now I gotta get out of the way before I get hit by a car. I've said it before in many episodes that sometimes I have to go through a few like practice runs before I get it right. Sometimes these shows take a little bit longer and sometimes I get a little worked up about a topic or an issue that I feel passionately about and I can just go. But I'm happy to go to the store now and buy some food and think about things because I've pretty much got a day to figure out. I don't know, life. I have to figure out life in 24 hours. Just like Kiefer, Kiefer Sutherland had to in the show 24. He had 24 freaking hours. I think what you're probably going to have a lot of, as far as investing goes, security gates. I already mentioned waste management. Everyone's going to be on the street. It's going to get real dirty. Figuratively, objectively, I think just everyday security that don't get too worked up. As long as you have the right security guards. But if they have a gate, gated community where they have to lock the fence at night or something, it's probably check the doors at night just to make sure. To make the door unlocked. Just to cruise by randomly, even. The, the one time the security, the security guard just like happens to randomly drive by and catch someone, and that pays for itself. Because then it's not insurance or liability, whatever. So there's those ideas. Security. I don't have any names because I just barely started coming up with this stuff. But when I started catching up on geopolitics right now, it's not looking good either. So usually I try and stay out of it. Usually. But... I can't help, like, if I'm talking about the market, I think it's valid to mention just sort of like the powder keg that is politics already, but how that reflects on the market too, I think could be a pretty big deal. And if you're not, none of us are ready for like the unexpected, that's why it's the unexpected. But if it were to happen, when I mean, you're talking about like a major shock, a major shift, it could go either way. It can fluctuate either way. Whatever you think it's going, whichever way you think it's going, it, does, it goes the opposite. It's just kind of hard to believe, man. Like the biological clock is ticking, man. Well, I used to have some nice fireworks in the car. One was called Bling. They were good fireworks. <sighs> All right, let's go to the store. I know I made some money today. Do you guys remember that pitch back in the day? Duncan versus, no, Coke versus Pepsi? I'm talking about Duncan versus Folgers. Why not? Duncan versus Folgers, who's is better? You know the world runs on Duncan. Although many argue the best part of waking up is Folgers in your cup. Who can say who is right or wrong? Hey, the best part of waking up is LaCroix. It's a lot of people, too. I like LaCroix.
That's good. Well, I was just thinking also, manufacturers of surveillance cameras, I think will probably be a very uh, lucrative, profitable industry. I mean, because why not, babe? We're surveilling the property. I was thinking like trail cameras, trail cams, hunting, hunting cams. Those are going to be probably what a lot of people are into in the future. A lot of people are going to be into that in the future. And then, so yeah, property rights, property stuff, uh, trash waste man management, trail cams, and personal security, like private security, good private security, and not so good private, like cheap private security, expensive private, either way. It's gonna come into demand, because I think people are gonna find out that the police aren't as honest as they're <laughs> The police, you can't tow a junk on car to the police station in freaking Ogden. They don't do that either. We don't tow junk cars to the police station. It's a safe place so you pick up your car and go back home. Someone has to be there to get it, otherwise it's liability on our part. I'll be half. I'll be hest. Like, okay, you guys. All right, you guys. I'm sure. I know. It's, I know it is. They don't do that, though. They can't do that. It's a liability. We don't tow junk cars and abandon them in the Walmart parking lot. The employees that work there would call the police. Could I take it to the police station, kid? You are whatever you are on. You are. It's one of my favorite experience, customer service, customer experiences. Truly, Ogden Auto Towing was like the best. I could not have experienced the worst. Well, no, that's not that's not fair. That's not true, because I remember when I got that first call from the driver. I could hear him. It was nice, like I could understand him. It, the, it was loud and clear. I was like, oh dang, I'm gonna get my car out. I'm gonna get it out. And I was like, he's like, no, wait a minute. You have to call dispatch. And I was like, no. I think there's a little miscommunication there. And then from there, geez. Hey, oh. From there, it was a curveball for me. I was like, well, okay. Well, I'm not getting my car this weekend, that sucks. And that's how it's been for, since April. So maybe I am still like not alive anymore or something happened and it's just some weird hell that I'm in now. Dystopian freaking hell. Oh, it's hell, it's hell on earth, oh yeah, yeah. You've never been, you've never experienced hell on earth? No, oh, dude, it's torture. <laughs> yeah, it's miserable, you'd hate it. No, you never want to. No, hell on earth. No, you don't want to feel like you died and gone to hell. Shit. Well, that's what you don't want, man. But some days, some days are like that. I think what we're going to do tonight is we're going to spend some time in my grandfather's journal. We're going to read it aloud. We're going to publish it. Because that's what we did last time. Make us feel better. 
So I think that's what the plan is tonight. So if you guys can get through all the hijinks up until then and follow all the way through to the end, you know, you might really enjoy this podcast. You really might enjoy this episode. Anyway, I'd say 7-Elevens, convenience stores, thrift stores. No, not so much thrift stores anymore. I heard some Goodwills are shutting down on the East Coast. But convenience stores, 7-Eleven, maybe not even dollar stores, really. But uh, more like convenience stores at 7-Eleven. But first, can I please do my NPR? Okay. Can I? I'm just leaving Queens. I'm just leaving Queens tattered apartment. He called it a studio, but it wasn't anything but. Total poverty and total shambles and a shack on the outskirts of Salt Lake City. We made way to his car in the parking lot. A rickety old, a rickety old piece of piece of junk. We're gonna take that to the storm. It seems surreal in Salt Lake City at that moment with the twilight, haze of the velvet sky. He entered his rickety old car cautiously. He said, I don't want any of you catching anything in here. We didn't know if he was joking or if he was talking about actual live viruses in his car. It looks like that car that parked next to him was a little bit too freaking close. Surprise, freaking surprise. We narrowly avoided scraping along the side of another van that parked too close to his Blink's car after he left his tattered and torn quote unquote studio. Rolled down the window to get some air. Maybe even the sound, nature, the outside world help us feel better. It would ease tensions within the car. He tried to clean the windows, but he just made it worse. He couldn't see a thing out of that, that car. That rickety old piece of shit. Well, we have to use this car as much as we can because we paid a bunch of money to have it for an entire month and we've only had it for about a week now. We gotta give it back probably, so. Everyone needs to be cool. No, it's been a long time. Like, I'll have to figure something out with the car. I, ha- I have some plans for tomorrow. He kept bumbling on about excuses for not having the car and kept blaming unsafe websites like eBay as the culprit. But we all knew Bling was full of shit. We continued to make our way over to the grocery store. It was not a convenience store. We thought the better value would lie within 16-ounce Coors Light cans. It made the most... It was the most... It made the most business sense. And that was something we could all agree on in the car. That was something non-political that we all could agree on. 
no, you know, politics aside, or or politics involved, it's actually bringing politics in. How about that? Um, I'm trying to stay abreast of politics, keep abreast of politics, and I saw some video of somebody elbowing a child, and it was true. I think there's really no disputing. It's like, yeah, she pretty much was elbowing the kid to get out of the can, out of the photo, only to find, only to discover. It's the whole reason why you're there. That's her daughter. But we're going to the store now, and I don't know, times are tough, man. Like, it's a different world that we're living in. It's a different time. It's almost like the movies, the sci-fi movies, Twilight Zone. The year is 1999. He said that in one of the episodes. He says it's 1999. And he goes up to the the rocket, some, I don't know, outer, outer space. They think space travel is like this thing that everyone's doing in 1999. It's like 2022. We don't even have freaking jetpacks yet. We don't have jetpacks to just lend to everybody. You gotta be a pi- you gotta be an experienced pilot first. Thank you, Ogden Auto Towing. <laughs> Thank you. We don't do that with jetpacks just yet. The world is not ready for that kind of. Oh man, this is bad news. Everyone's in a hurry. This car took forever to like back or just to I don't know. It's in such a hurry, it slowed us all down. That made me break character because we're trying to get. We're not trying to get jetpacks ready just yet. We, that's not for consumers. We don't want to do that just yet. Masks are on. We have the masks are on. Oh. Help. 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 We don't do jetpacks. We don't do time travel. We don't. Right, which song is on? Which the song? I don't know. Let's see what, let's see what the popcorn's at right now. five dollars I actually do like Caladad Caladad <laughs> Dude, I like Caladad whatever I like their chips a lot but there's another brand that I like a lot too I don't see it here I can't remember it I think it's like Tia something Tia Juanita Alright, we're getting this anyways. These are 189. These white corn tortilla chips. Oh, it's these ones. Yeah, they're $4 here too. La Cortina de Josefina. Josefina's kitchen. The kitchen of Josefina. Those are good. They do taste like restaurant style too. This song sucks. This song sucks, dude. This song is so bad choice in the music. I was trying to be open. I was trying to stay open-minded about it. This is terrible. This music's terrible. 
Is that a... I've always had this, like, I've always kind of had a bias against bagpipes anyways. Like, really kind of against bagpipes. This song's terrible. Last summer, I was buying milk for like a quarter for a half gallon, man. It was 50 cents a gallon. It absolutely was. Hey, this is Donna Summer. I love you always forever. No, this is a good song. How did I know that so fast? Shit. You guys, I know a lot of stuff. I know a good song when I hear it. I, dude, I know Donna, Donna Summer's song. Where are those muddy bears at? Look, I didn't take the last. They have mini ones. Oh my gosh, these are all on sale. These are all on sale. <laughs> it's a good song. I'm always trying to get like closeout prices here because they have some pretty good deals. I think we might just get some twin snakes. I don't know, what else they call it? I don't know, Yeah, it's a good song. We just got some Charleston shoes, I think. But I'm gonna get some Snickers too. This song came out in what? Don't tell me. 1994? Maybe 93? 93, 94. Final answer. I like these closeout prices. Yeah, we'll get some Snickers on the, at the checkout, I think. Or let's see what on. They don't have king size over here. That's the problem. And so I have some big... I got some real big problems with that. Yeah, they don't have king size. They just have regular Snickers on them. Harry Kane with the golden boot, man. Yeah, I think we're good here. Yeah. With some Snickers and then, yeah, we'll call it, call it a day. But we have to get some coffee, though. We absolutely have to get some coffee. Probably some trash bags, too. Throwing everything away. Alright, where's the closeout prices at? Yeah, we got White Away Coffee Co. French no oh. oh we got chips. I need to get um salsa. I've never heard this song before. I need to get salsa. It's kind of a narrow, it's a narrow oil here. I keep hitting the thing. something just to bake. Yeah, these are our closeout prices. I have to get the closeout prices. All right, we're gonna pay. For once, I think I beat the crowd. I beat the rush. We got my bear. My bear. We got my bear. And what are muddy bears? 
What the freaking crap are freaking muddy bears? Muddy bears, they're chocolate covered gummy bears. No, get this, that's not even the best part. The best part is there's no lime flavor. There's no lemon flavor. There's no orange flavor. It's pineapple, apple, and strawberry. You know, real, fr real fruit flavors. Lime is a citrus, it's not a freaking fruit flavor. Lime and lemon, who likes? To go get some, go get lemon meringue pie somewhere else. I don't got time for that. I'm eating uh, muddy bears over here. That's what I'm doing, I don't know. I'll tell you why Muddy Bears has my full endorsement. Because I didn't make a lime flavor. I love that. Do you guys like pineapple? Yeah. Do you guys like apples? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. How about strawberries? You like strawberries? Yeah. Yeah. You like those flavored gummy bears? Of course. You like those flavored gummy bears? Covered in chocolate, dipped in chocolate, covered completely from head to toe in chocolate. In delicious milk, mouth-watering milk chocolate. I'm talking about Muddy Bears. The best gummy bear flavors dipped in the best milk chocolate. The street traffic had ceased. It was only people on bicycles and expensive cars. bears they taste great pineapple apple strawberry and it's not a cookie it's a fig newton it's not a cookie mother it's a fig newton it's a figment of my imagination is what it is well thanks for having the patience to come with us we really really appreciate it the store we can get back to the studio have a couple cold ones talk about trading it is not a cookie mother it happens to be a Fig Newton. In all seriousness, Muddy Bears. Best thing... Best thing I've ever bought just because it was on sale. Like, thrilling. Because they taste good, man. I ate that whole box. That was the last one, too. Alright, we'll get back in there. Slam a couple colon. Talk about trading and go to bed. Bling was carrying all of the groceries one-handed while trying to grab with the mics. It was impressive how weak he looked, but how strong he really was. How weak and fragile and bird-like his body appeared to be. We had made it back to the studio safe and sound. His little shack didn't seem so small all of a sudden. I'll tell you exactly what I'm doing. I'm cooking up this. These are delicious cheese pizza shells with hidden veggies. Cooking instructions to um, 400 degrees Fahrenheit. We got it. The studio is going to get quite hot now. Quite hot. But that's the price I'm willing to pay to get some good... These are cheese pizza shells, man. It's like macaroni and cheese, but with cheese pizza. Cheese pizza, who doesn't know? Just throw these in the oven. Bada bing. 
long? For how long? No, just 30 minutes. As easy as 30 minutes. I'll, have, I'll be eating cheese pizza shells in no time. What are cheese pizza shells? Cheese pizza macaroni and cheese. In 30 minutes, we'll be eating like kings. I left the milk in the fridge. I went ahead and left the milk in the fridge. Dude, I could not... <clears throat> uh, celebrate life any better than this. A 16 ounce Coors Light is by far, by far, like the best beer around. Like it just does not get any better than freaking ice cold. The, the mountains are blue. Those pizza shells are like half price, dude. The siren's going off again. Those pizza shells were on sale. Those were two bucks peace <clears throat> I'm a thrifty shopper nowadays I have to watch what I spend no but I really do I love the 16 ounce Coors Light like it just it hits the spot you know I wish I would have grabbed the cans in the back that's all right I'll throw them away no phones are blue there's not as blue as I probably should have been not as blue as I thought they would be <laughs> We'll just get them in the freezer and make them cold there. What's Gucci fam? We got pizza shells, cheese pizza shells in the oven. We got Coors Light in the freezer. We got sirens going off in the background. <clears throat> when it comes to being a playboy, when it comes to being a pimp, all right, I'm so, all right, all right. I'm just glad that we're back for these types of episodes, you know? I'm back, you know, I'm back. It, it, I was a little out of it there. I was a little wor worked up, wound up, but I, yeah, I'm back. Rewrite, set that up. <clears throat> I didn't get any popcorn either. Well, Caladad is my favorite chips. And they were on sale. And it's a affordable price. We got some Charleston shoes. We got some wine away coffee. I've been talking about coffee. Left the milk in the fridge, I have to go back out and get it, and I don't want to. It's hot in here. So I opened up the Muddy Bears. I opened up this Charleston shoe, and what's the difference? Muddy Bears doesn't have a wrapping on the outside, but they have a wrapping inside. Charleston shoe, wrapping outside, no wrapping inside. Let's talk about it. Dude, I love Charleston shoes. Bite-sized Charleston shoes, I love them. But let's talk about bite-sized Muddy Bears for a second, too. They're milk chocolate covered gummy bears. Taste of nature, Santa Monica, California. Charleston shoes from Tootsie Roll, Chicago, Illinois. One bags them on the East Coast, the other on the West. So who's gonna win? It's like a battle of the bands. Now look, I'm not gonna play any games with you. Our cheese pizza shells have been cooking for 15 minutes, so they're halfway done. Okay? So cut the crap. So stop freaking patronizing me. Well, I said, we'll wait for the Coors Light in the freezer to get cold. My trading day was good today. I bought calls. I bought puts. I got out of both positions. I followed my rules. I was disciplined. I kept it together. I stayed calm. 
I knew how much money was on the line. Although, tempted I was. Tempted I might have been. Tempted was I. Mm, tempted was I. T I. Tempted I was. Marge Simpson, everyone. Marge Simpson doing Yoda. Thank you. Marge Simpson doing Yoda. Doing Bling. Doing Edward Norton. Does Aaron Paul. Bitch. Alright, alright. That, that might have been too... But it's Aaron Paul, though. I was trying to go for that. Edward Norton and Aaron Paul. You guys don't get it. So, I got in and I got out. I could tell... I could tell what the algo, algos were up to. And I'll tell you how. Because they rejected... When I put in my offer, my sell price, what do you want to sell those options for? You, you trade in spy options in, in the stock market? Yeah, yeah, you... You have what it takes to be a day trader. I don't think that you do. You have to prove yourself to me. You have to prove yourself worthy to me. Worthy one must prove to myself, himself. Worthy one must prove worthy. So like I said, we got the Coors Light in the freezer. But it's the same thing that I've said before when I used to make a lot of money and was successful there for just a, sp a split second. Uh, you have to just be disciplined and, and self-control and get in there and get out. You have to get out quick. And you're always going to leave money on the table. Always. You're not going to get it right. I think I've only caught, like, I don't know, the bottom of options for the day. Like, the you know, the bottom, like, a couple times. It's dumb. It's dumb to try and time it out perfectly because you can't. And to try and do so is, like, detrimental because you're chasing something a fool's errand you're chasing something that doesn't exist really you can't do it what you have to do is study charts and so a lot of times what you'll see well if you put it in if you put charts into candles and you put it into line graph as well but like if you put it into candles um you can see how the market is like reacting to different sell prices and then you can anticipate which way it's going to go and that's what i mean by the algos and stuff but I, there's a lot more to it it's not just the algos i mean it's like um it's um trading psychology it's human behavior it's predictive analysis and what are the majority of like people going to traders going to do here versus over here a little bit later I think a lot of times it took me, it took me everything today. What were they, 377? I think there were 377 puts that expire tomorrow. I bought extra time, just even if it's a day, not same day expiry ever, never, no. But that's what happened. Extra day, a little extra time, and I had to just sit there and like, okay, I could have got them at 123, they went up to like 160 something. And then started to drop down, and I got them again, right there when it dropped back down to 123. And I sold them for 145, I think. It's only just like a couple bucks, but like consistently, day after day, if you have that trading discipline, you can pull it off. 
and it's bigger bats and then a little bit riskier. And that's what you have to like contain as well because it's not easy to do. It like, it, it's like a monster sometimes. And, and if you can't control it, it'll take over and, and you won't even realize what you're doing. And it's having the right mindset and it's just staying positive and trying to uh, remain focused in the same sort of muscle memory that you're used to. And it's like, you never regret taking profits, right? Like you just, you remember the big losses, the big wins and taking profits early. It's like, ah, yeah. They just blend in. The, but the big losses stand out. So it's like, you have to just take profits and don't think about how much money that you're going to leave on the table or whatever. It's like, just get in and get the hell out and don't hold overnight or don't, Taking losses, though, that's something that's, like, tough for me, though, still. Well, I find with day trading, it might even be better to not do, like, chart analysis on long... It almost sounds blasphemous to say this, but, like, uh, on longer time frames to, like, kind of learn behavior, like, daily behavior. I think that can almost jinx you, because then you start to, like, consider possibilities that have not happened. I think with day trading, it's like important to keep focus on like where it's going for the day. Because if you get caught holding overnight, holding into the close, same day expiry, that kind of stuff, it it'll it can ruin you. Because you turn into a gambler, it turns into a different mindset, and it turns into this whole like all or nothing. And then you have all these external pressures. I mean, there's there's a good reason why. You're gambling like really big and there's probably a lot of stuff going on and so you're just not making right decisions let us peek let us take a peek inside of the freezer inside of this freezer are the mountains blue purple mountain majesty mr freeze chill out oh yeah 16 ounce Coors Light are my favorite freaking beers. Help me feel better after a long day of avoiding putting off important things. This episode on trading on the Bling Beer Podcast is by, brought to you by eBay. eBay is an unsafe marketplace, not more safer than the dark web. When you shop on eBay, you compromise your entire financial future. Just at the risk of who knows, who knows what. What are they doing over there? How are they ripping everybody off? Are you sick and tired of e-commerce? You want to just go buy some mom and pop brick and mortar boutique? Make sure to not use, to buy or sell anything on eBay because it's an unsafe marketplace, eBay. The unsafe marketplace this episode is and people wonder why like what's the secret to trading then tell us all the answers being yeah being tell us anything it's just trying to get in and get out and there's different brokerages that you can do for day trading there's twenty five thousand limits on some if you're using cash money it's not so much not so many limits on others and that's nice 
that's nice if you can find which ones are like that and find a brokerage that works for you. Right now, I have kind of two main ones, but the one I'm working with now, it's not Robinhood, no. But I, it's, it's got the three-day three day trades per week limit. So I did those two day trades in one day today. Yeah, you gotta be kidding me. $25,000 limit, no, not right now. But maybe, yeah, no, maybe, no. Not right now, though. <clears throat> so I gotta play by the rules on this specific account. Now, I, I kind of, it's a challenge to myself and my discipline. Like, I always say, hey, just wait. Like, wait a few days, man. And every time, if I would have waited, it would have been a good idea. You would have freaking, freaking paid off. You would have just freaking waited a couple more days. Come on. I want chicken. I want liver. Meow mix, meow mix, please do. Eventually, I'll transfer that money into my other brokerage, but I can really zoom on once I have enough money. But it felt good to have two good trades today, and it felt excellent to recognize when I had those calls. I was like, this isn't going to go your way. You better take what you can now and get the hell out. And I did. I took profits and I got out. Did it meet my threshold? No. Was it below my threshold? Yes. Absolutely. It was way below. A profit's profit, and I didn't take the risk and leave it in there and take the loss. I took the profit and I got out. I sat and I waited. When I thought it was time for when the iron was hot, I got in with puts. Too soon. But I saw it like crank down, crank up, crank down. I was like, okay, I got this one. This one's going to go my way. That was past my threshold. And it, it the difference between thresholds the minus and the positive, ended up kind of equaling out. So the first trade with calls that had a very minimal amount of profit ended up having, on average, just as much as the second one. I do think I perform better with puts. I don't know why that is. I do think I can get out of calls much faster than I can with puts, if that makes, if that's any help for anyone at home listening. I think, all my fans at home, I think when it comes to stuff like that, you have to recognize what style is good for you. You know, switch stance, uh, goofy footed, regular footed. I think there's, a, there's a, a reason for that. It's because you're good at something. I'm good at calling the, dro the drops, usually. But if you can profit, like if you're fast enough and you have self-control, but I'm, it's not that easy. It's not that easy to say. Because once you get good, once you are fast enough, you're like too good. And it's like too much. And you can't handle it. I'm serious. It's a problem, dude. Like, once you get to making too much, you get way too comfortable, way too used to it. it you're, you're winning and you can't lose. And it just becomes like a, a different reality. It's a whole different reality. And you think it won't affect you and you think you'll maintain it, but dude, it affects you. And it will mess you up quick. So you have to be fast.
You just have to get in and get out and be patient, wait two, three days. But you can do it. Absolutely, I'm gonna do it. If I put in my notice tomorrow, 30 days, notice to vacate. Here's a notice to vacate in 30 days. I don't know where I'm going. Don't know what I'm doing. But here it is. You have that kind of motivation and that kind of pressure. I might be able to pull it off, I might not. But if I'm patient, do a few trades a week, get a little extra cash, transfer it over, a good, a good account. But really, once I get caught up here, it's like, there's no second chances on this one. This is it. This is totally it. I can be either good enough or I'm good enough. So we're gonna see, we're gonna find out. What do you say we get into those cheese pizza shells? Shall we? Did I, did I happen to put a under Coors Light in the freezer? I did not, sir. The Coors Light, sir. That's good, sir. Cheerio. But seriously, have you ever heard of Muddy Bears before? Let's put this one in the freezer. Have you? Because if you haven't, it's time. Go try them. If you like gummy bears, if you like chocolate, okay, everyone. Muddy Bears. Some people have to set timers. I don't have to set timers. I'm just gonna turn the oven off right now. See those, those cheese pizza shells inside of the oven right now are still cooking. They're still, they're still cooking. I turned the oven off, but they are still cooking. I'll just leave, let it sit for a little bit longer than it needed to, and that's gonna give it the perfect consistency to eat. That's gonna be so delicious. We're gonna take the chips over here, these Caladan white tortilla chips that we just bought at the store, they're on sale. When scoop up the cheese shells almost like a like cutlery or plastic fork we're not using it everything's edible it's the most sustainability when it comes to being poor silverware uh no not over here i could just scoop up these shells with these chips and eat the whole thing how about that? 